0: Well, hello. How are you? Welcome to another episode of the Short Pale and Handsome podcast. I am your boy, Loy Lee. Today is June 3rd. Yes, it is. How are you? How's your ma? Tell her I said hello. Uh, Today is, um, I I took last week off. You know, I wanted to take a moment to commemorate uh, Memorial Day. I wanted to. Take a moment to reflect and see how I feel on the inside. Take a few moments to uh, remember those who have paid the ultimate price and their families who, uh, who had to endear all of that as well. So shout out to all of uh, the veterans past, present, and those who will be uh, enlisting as well. You know, you are paying the ultimate price that I could never ask for from another person. So it's something that I couldn't do. So shout out to you. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. I We appreciate you. Um, in a world where craziness is happening, both foreign and domestic, I appreciate your fight to allow me to have a podcast and present it as if it is like at a national address. Regardless of the scale, you are still appreciated uh, happy Memorial Day. Uh, people like, well, oh, Memorial Day is for the day to remember the people that have passed. And Veterans Day is to remember all the veterans. i like, I don't want to make that distinction. If you fight for a country, have, are, or will, I, I salute you. If you are a family member of those fighting for my freedom, shout out to you too. And uh, that's Memorial Day. June 7th, I will be on the National Mall. I will be placing some wreaths down in the... um, Because June 6th is D-Day, the 75th anniversary of Storming of Normandy, the turning point of uh, World War II, the fight against the Nazis. So... um, that's a big deal, 75 years later. And 75 years later, some of the Filipino war veterans are still not given what they were promised, and they're still fighting for that. So I will be on the National Mall um, as both commemorative and in protest. Maybe I shouldn't be doing them at the same time, but I'll be wearing a pin of uh, the Filipino infantry, the the gold bull's head, um, like the water buffalo. I forget the actual name. My wife is... Very specific, and then uh I couldn't find the pin for the uh Una, which is like always first, but um shout out to them, and then I'll also be wearing um a badge for the four forty second go for broke the Japanese uh regiment that's like during during the craziness, their family everything was taken from them, they were put in internment camps, basically outdoor prisons. And uh, spread across the country, they became the most decorated battalion ever. Not to get crazy, but I've watched a few documentaries. I know, don't act like you're not impressed. Shout out to the 442nd, shout out to the 1st Battalion, shout out to all veterans. And um, let's hope that you get what uh, what is due to you, what was promised. So, that uh, being said, how did you spend your memorial day? Did you have a few days off? Did you get few beers in. Did you get a half tied off? Phenomenal. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, What do I got going on? Memorial Day. Check. Uh, So now the Game of Thrones is over. I was like, oh, what should I watch? What should I watch that's like, what can I binge now at this point? Like, I'm not trying to catch on. I'll be a bandwagon fan. I'm not trying to jump on to something that's like, oh, my God, it's hot right now. Like, what's good that I haven't seen yet? And uh, I was going to like, oh, maybe I should watch Sopranos again. But I've already seen it, even though it's great. I was like, yeah, maybe I want something new. What about The Wire? Already saw it all the way through. Great. And I live 45 minutes down the street from um, The Wire. And uh, I was like, nah, nah, that's good. I've already seen it. And um, someone's like, you should watch Mad Men because you can watch it on Netflix. I was like, dope. Mad Men, let's do it. So I'm watching Mad Men. And the problem with this is it's not bad to where I have to turn it off. But it's not good. It's not great to where I'm like, oh, I'm riveted. Like I have to hang on every word. It's pretty slow. But the storyline's great. And I kind of like the peering in into that time frame, you know, the 60s and people like living through the depression, which is crazy. You know, just a thought like in the 60s, the depression was in the 30s. So if you were in your 30s or 40s during the 60s you live through it. Um so it was it was interesting. It's like, "Oh, men had it really good back then," according to Mad Men, according to a TV show, "Men, we had it phenomenal back then." You know, it's just like we just had to pay pay the mortgage. That's it. That's what it seemed like. It just like come home Pay the mortgage, you know, step outside your marriage. It seems like everybody was stepping outside their marriage in this show. Drinking, smoking, and sexing everybody all the time. And men had it good. Where it's like if if some of these men didn't overreach their station and just like kept the house clean and just did some extra stuff, maybe we could live in that society where women was like, ah, I just want to be a housewife. That's a thing. Uh, Now, now I'm almost 40 and I'm a housewife. Like my wife, she goes out to work every morning. She comes home with the paycheck. I clean the house. Uh, I cook dinner. I put on a nice apron and wear some nice pearls, quality pearls. And, uh, you know, I like this is great. I could live if I didn't tell dick jokes at night, this would be the perfect like, just work out, stuff my face full of bonbons, get half in the bag with some box wine, and cook dinner. That seems to be the life. But men, men, yeah, we just, we just fucked it up somewhere. We fucked it up. where We just sexed too much somebody else, and then we just drank too much everywhere else, and we just smoked too much. And women said, no, we want to do that too. It looks fun. We go, fuck. We fucked up. We fucked up. Maybe I should have came home on time. Maybe we should have downplayed it. Like, smoking's cool, but... Eh. It's probably caused cancer. Drinking's cool, but... You know, it makes driving hard. <laughs> I'm just saying. We 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 had the height of it, and we, it was just too good. We, we got out of hand. But, you know, Mad Men is... Mad Men was actually interesting in the point of, like, they still... It's like the 60s, and marketing and they they're all wearing suits like i was like oh i should probably buy a few more suits and pick up smoking and pick up drinking they literally drink like every scene there's it, it's like medieval times it's like game of thrones there's nobody drinks water in this everybody just drinks bourbon or some shit whiskey scotch they don't even they don't really talk about it i don't know are they drinking scotch are they drinking whiskey they're drinking bourbon what are we drinking here I wanna be like them just I'm gonna walk around the house in a suit I'm gonna vacuum the floors and cook dinner in a suit <sighs> but yeah that's what I've been watching I'm two seasons in I'm like uh, I'm already halfway through the second season and uh, you know I just it's on in the background it's not engaging enough to where I'm holding on to every word but it's on and where I kind of like look at it and go oh Don Draper's not Don Draper. Oh, spoiler alert, Don Draper's wife. Like, the original Don Draper's wife is not Don Draper's wife. Interesting. Oh, Don Draper's a defector. I would have done the same thing. Call me a coward, but I was like, uh, it's only, never mind. Spoiler alert, I'm just saying, Mad Men, pretty good. A little dry, a little slow, pretty good pretty good to be on while I'm out here doing other things. I'm at home cooking and cleaning and doing my hair and it's on in the background. Which is funny because I'm growing my hair out because I'm lazy. I haven't been to the I haven't been to like the barber in like 2 months now. April, end of April, end of May, we're in the beginning of June. Okay, so a month, month and a half. And my hair is crazy. That's why if you're watching the video portion of this right here, then I've been wearing hats for all of them. My hair is crazy. Like I don't have the typical Chinese straight hair. My shit. It's not even wavy. It's not even curly. It's like it looks like uh, I don't even know. Some days it looks like Kramer. I'm like Mike Richardson or some days it's like Jon Snow. I can't. I can't predict my hair, man. But I'm growing it out. Like, Lloyd, just cut it. You're right. But I'm lazy. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, (laughs) So I just wear hats all of the time. I I am wearing a Boston Bruins uh, cardigan, right? I don't know what you call this, but got buttons. Looks like a Letterman jacket, but it's cloth. It's because the Boston Bruins are in the Stanley Cup final. Yes, if you're not familiar if you don't watch hockey, it's fine. But Boston we're we're doing it. We're doing it. We took the first game, they beat the shit out of us in the second game in overtime, but they just were Molly whopping us, dragging us around the ice and the refs were allowing it. They just it looked like a domestic violence dispute and the cops were just uh eating eating donuts, just not paying attention. Uh It was an action-packed, hard-hitting game if you were a Blues fan. If you're a Bruins fan, it was infuriating. But Game 3, my cousin and I went to the local Irish pub and we watched Game 3. And it was a molly whopping of the other kind it was uh, 7 to 2 it was literally 5 nothing going into the third period and you're like oh boy i don't pay attention to hockey i'm just saying 7 to uh 5 to nothing we ended up 7 to 2 uh it was a great game but at some point you're just kind of like listen guys save some of it for the next game seven goals they had to pull uh the other team the St. Louis Blues had to pull their uh, goalie sorry I hear beeping I don't know my, my house is going to go on fire I don't know but uh, the Blues had to pull their goalie because he had five goals scored on him and then they brought in another goalie with like almost no game experience who funny enough was in the Bruins Farm League as a loner I don't know what does that even mean the St. Louis Blues last year were like, hey, we don't have a farm league. Can we just give you this goalie so we can get some playing time? And they allowed it, it which is crazy. It's like, and you know, last year, you're like, yeah, uh, the Blues, you don't even have a farm team. You don't even have a farm league. Why Why would we think that you could be a threat at some point? Uh, you are obviously a Bush league <laughs> organization that doesn't have a good farm league and we need to use your goalie just to help you out sure why not it seemed like a good Samaritan thing and next thing you know they are facing him in the uh in the final which is fine we scored two they two more they scored two seven to two it's fine no big deal uh but yeah I was getting a little stressed out I was like okay guys okay okay let's not get hurt Be careful everybody take your time just relax after 5 goals you're kind of like, "Hey, it's okay. It's okay. I I I'll throw some pads on. I'll throw some skates on. Let's let's do this. I'm not trying to get anybody get hurt. We got uh we got three two more games. We got two more games, people. Let's not stretch this out. But uh it was fun. It was fun to watch and uh you know, just it's it's weird being like really the only hockey fans in a place even though the capitals won last year uh everybody was a hockey fan all of a sudden everybody was a hockey fan now nobody's a hockey fan okay i feel like you watch the super bowl even though your team's not in it shout out to all the teams who never make the super bowl you still watch it right and don't lie to me don't say oh oh it's because it's commercials it's the halftime show get the fuck out of here you're watching it because you like football. It's the only game on. If you like hockey, it's the only game on. Watch it. And we were the only ones watching it uh, at this uh, Irish pub. And uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was good times. And we looked good. I was afraid. I was afraid that uh, we'd get a little shell shock, a little PTSD from just getting dropped on our heads. You know, bitch slapped around all three periods last game. But uh, we came out came out, scored a couple quick ones, scored a couple like oh that's that's interesting goals which happens. But uh we look good. We look good. So, two more games and we're bringing the Lord Stanley Cup back to Boston. It's been a while. We have not had a Stanley Cup final uh championship since 12 maybe? 11, 12. I forget. I know we went and we lost to the Blackhawks uh, in game six. We lost. We gave up like two goals in the last 60 seconds of the game. That hurt. That hurt. But it happens. So here we are, St. Louis Blues. Check out the last two games, and uh, we'll see how that goes. What else? Mad Men, check. Boston Bruins, check. Memorial Day, check. Oh, 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 jeez. We were watching uh, boxing. Anybody watch boxing out there? Like, oh my God, lawyer, you just going to talk about sports the whole time? Yes, maybe. That's all I got going on in my life. Uh, I was watching boxing and uh, the Anthony Joshua fight. That was crazy. So Anthony Joshua is this heavyweight from England, black guy, not relevant, but from England and uh he was trying to battle um fight his last his last fight whatever uh, and he got like a last minute replacement right this dude named Andy Ruiz jr and he literally looks like he works at Basically anywhere. He looks like he works anywhere in Southern California. Because, yes, he's Mexican, that's fine. But literally, he's got dad bod. He does not look like an athlete at all. It looks like he's a guy that works at a cell phone store or a fucking Best Buy. He sold you your car or washed your car or delivered your food. Like, he does not look athletic at all. He looks like he just rolled out of bed. It reminds me of UFC in its early day, like uh Tank Abbott, where he rolls into the cage and just like, damn, what bar did they pull this guy out of? Like he literally just got off a bar stool and then walked to the arena. And they go, Hey, you want to box? He goes, Yeah, I'll box. They put some not saying he's bad. I'm just saying first look, you go, hey, this guy is a heavyweight champion of the world and I find that weird that I have to specify a heavyweight champion of the world. That's fine. No big deal. Um, But he was going up a last minute replacement for Anthony Joshua, who was supposed to be one of the great, one of the greats of our our generation. He's supposed to be one of the best boxers out there. He was supposed to like, he's in the talks of fighting uh, Tyson Fury or um, Deontay Wilder for, like, the big money fight. Like, the fight that you're going to see the poster on t-shirts, generations to come. It's supposed to be, like, the fight, like, Thriller of Manila 2019. Not Muhammad Ali, not Frazier, not in the Philippines. But it was supposed to be that big of a fight, right? It was the fight that everybody wanted to watch. Nobody's gonna see it now because Anthony Joshua got the lights turned out on him. Not really. He got knocked down twice, and then he just kind of had that glazed over look, and then the ref was like, Oh, you don't you don't want to do this anymore, do you? Okay. Alright, I'll call it off. Okay. And Anthony Joshua just had that, like, yeah, call this shit off. I don't I don't want to do this shit anymore. <laughs> uh And believe it or not, he's a heavyweight champion. And believe it or not, he might be the – Anthony – sorry, Andy Ruiz Jr., a.k.a. The Destroyer, is the first first Mexican heavyweight boxer champion of all time. First heavyweight um, Mexican – I can type with one hand, Mexican boxer. Yeah, you're like, oh, Lord, learn how to type. Yeah, heavyweight boxer. Yeah, it looks like it's saying Andy Ruiz Jr. becomes the first heavyweight champion of Mexican descent. Shout out to... Junior de Santos, who was like the first heavyweight champion uh, of combat sports, Mexican champion, like of all the combat sports in the UFC, but Anthony Ruiz Jr. He got all of the belts. Is that how that worked? Um, Happened one of box upsets. Joshua shares of the heavyweight championship Saturday night. Uh, yeah, it looks like he got a shit ton. Um, But belts all of a sudden. Seized the opportunity and made boxing history to win the WBA IBF WBO IBO Championship. Holy shit. He won four, he became the first Mexican descent heavyweight boxer, winning four titles in one night. Good fucking for him. And he is literally the guy that looks like he's the bouncer. At an Acapulco or an El Toro uh, He is Congratulations to him That's fucking awesome But the problem is now The big money fight Nobody wants to see him Like nobody wants to see him win Against Deontay Wilder Deontay Wilder will mess this kid up Hands down And I'm not trying to underestimate him I'm just saying Deontay Wilder was going to mess up Anthony Joshua And this kid messed up Anthony Joshua uh, I, I, I don't think I don't see it happening but I don't think it's a big money fight. And if they were smart, they're like, hey, we should probably see if we can't turn this around for Mexican holiday real quick, which is what, September? Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's very, very exciting. And, you know, maybe it may be because Anthony Joshua overestimated him because, A, it looks like he over should be overestimated. It looks like this guy underestimates overestimates his appetite every day like it didn't look like he worked out i mean obviously he does because he just knocked out the he just knocked out the WBA IBF WBO IBO ABC BBD uh, champion so obviously he works out but it doesn't look like it like uh he says don't underestimate this little fat boy <laughs> well fuck me right um you know, uh, he, um, I'm proud of it, man. That's crazy. The first Mexican. Okay. Uh, that'd be done. Watch it. It was, uh, it was a good fight. You know, I think he got knocked down. Yeah. He got knocked down. He got up, knocked Joshua down twice and just rang his bell and Joshua wanted nothing to do with it. So that is where I am for, um, for boxing. Yeah. And now that just goes to shows like that goes to show like where is boxing going to go. It, I mean Tyson Fury, uh Deontay Wilder, Anthony Ruiz. Anthony Ruiz now has a target on his back because he's got four of the belts. Uh it's time. It's time. He came he came in eleven to one underdog. That means if you put a hundred dollars down, just a hundred dollars, you would have made eleven hundred dollars. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. And uh I mean at this time I was I was watching the UFC fight. I was watching Anthony Smith beat uh Alexander Guserson. And you know, Alexander Gufferson retired because uh he he just doesn't, doesn't have it anymore in him, I guess. And that's always sad to watch uh, a UFC fighter uh, lose and then retire. You know, we saw it coming because he was was like taking the belt, uh, taking his gloves off and everything like that. And uh, it's sad. It's definitely sad. watching, you know, you always want to watch, especially a great fighter like Alexander Gusterson. Uh he got choked out, I think, in the, in the third round, maybe, and, uh, you know, during the interview, he was, like, taking his gloves off, and that's usually the sign, like, hey, he's taking the gloves off, I'm leaving the gloves in the cage, and I'm out, and it's always sad to see it when it happens uh, when you lose, you know, you're just such a great fighter. So shout out to Alexander Gustafson. I hope it's not over, but I get it. I mean, who wants to get kicked in the face for a living? Who wants to get choked out for a living? Not I. Not I. Um, I barely want to tell jokes for a living. I just don't really have a better option. I'll just keep on vac. I mean, how many times can I vacuum this apartment before my wife goes, oh, this is, I need you to do more. <laughs> uh, yeah. So shout out to Alexander Gustafson. What else I got going on? Uh, What time are we at? We are at 24 minutes. Okay. Anthony Joshua, Memorial Day, Mad Men, Boston Bruins. Leonardo DiCaprio, people. This is the interesting. This is the interesting about Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, Right now, he is under fire for uh, what people perceive to be predatorial uh, habit. Like he is dating a lot of women that are... Like, half his age. He's probably in his 40s, and he's dating, like, 20-year-olds, and people are upset about it. You know, that's, like, very uh, pedophilia-ish, right? It's like, I mean, uh, technically, he's two years over the limit. I mean, it's better to be two years over the limit than, like, R. Kelly and like, six years under the limit, right? Maybe I was making those numbers up, but... (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But... He, uh, so, you know, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio. It's like, and I'm I'm reading, I'm reading the Scorched Earth, which never read the comments. All of the, all of the funny humor is in the comments, but like all the dark things are there as well. So I do my best to not read it, but scroll through it, right? And um, women, mostly women are like, oh my God, a grown man should know better. And a grown man, you know, shouldn't be messing with women half his age, but it's like, when I grew up, you know, in high school, 18-year-old girls were dating, you know, 30-year-old men. Like, I feel like this is nothing new. Maybe, and I was like, oh, maybe it's just my high school. Maybe it's just like, oh, you're the one way out of this little town. And like, no, I've traveled the world. I've seen it. Like, it's common. 20-year-olds, 21. I mean, would it be any better if Leonardo DiCaprio was dating twenty, a 22-year-old? Add two more years? Does that make it? better. I bet you it doesn't. I mean, he's four I mean, listen, listen, people, people get rich and famous, right? And people go, Oh, people are rich and famous because they want to be rich and famous. Like, yeah, that's, that's like, that's the easy one, but no, we've got rich and famous. So we don't have to grow old. (laughs) You could just keep on dating 20 year olds, you know, like maybe, maybe he's just putting on an act. Maybe he is the kid uh, from What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Maybe he's Arnie Grape. And he's just put he's such a phenomenal actor. He's just acting normal. He's just acting like that's a horrible word, Lloyd. Maybe he's acting like an adult or like he's acting like he's not Arnie Grape. But the whole time he's Arnie Grape. That's why he was so good at such a young age. I was like, wow, that kid really nailed it. Nailed it. Maybe that's him. Maybe. And he's just putting on an act. He's like, oh, in order, I can't let people think badly about me, so I'm just going to act like a movie star. Maybe that's his emotional maturity is 20 years old. I don't know. 20 is not bad. And I say this because I don't have a 21-year-old daughter. I don't have a 20-year-old daughter. I don't have an 18-year-old daughter. I don't, have, I don't have a daughter. The closest thing I have is, like, a 28-year-old sister. That's the closest thing I got. And I see pictures of her I go, eh. Uh, okay, doesn't bother me. And she's an adult, right? Legally, she's an adult. Doesn't bother me. Doesn't bother me. But people are really upset. Really, really upset that all he's dating is 20-year-olds. And I'm like, that's the reason why he's rich and famous. That's why he didn't aspire to have his own insurance company. That's why he's not working at Best Buy. Just schlepping it out at T-Mobile. He's like, oh, I want to figure out how to fuck 20-year-olds for the rest of my life. He figured it out. He figured it out. I don't know. I don't know. I think I think with all the other crazy things that people probably, you know, probably don't care. I mean, if I was 20, I dated a 30 something year old when I was 20 once, once. And I just realized like, oh, she's treating me like a child and I am 20 years old. I am a man. (laughs) I fucked it up. Because that's where my brain is like, I don't want to be taken care of. I'm a man. I, I, I take care of myself. I'm supposed to take care of you. And she's like, listen, I'm literally making more a month in alimony than you make in a year. Uh, let me take care of you. And I'm like, no, let me buy you dinner. And she goes, I don't want you to buy me dinner. I want to take care of you <laughs> like a child. And I fucked it up. I fucked it up. She literally bought me a car. Like, just not in my name. She's like, oh, you said you had car troubles. I lied to her. This is what it was. I lied to her. It's like, oh, I, uh, uh, I can't come out tonight because my car, you know, my car, uh, car troubles. And, she, and I was really just drinking with buddies, you know, down the street from my house. And like two weeks later, she comes and buys me a Mercedes Benz. And she's like, yeah, I mean, you're on the insurance. You're not on the, you're not on the lease, but you're on the insurance. I don't even know. I don't even know if it was a lease. I just made that up at, right now. But she's like, "Yeah, your your name's on the insurance." So she gave me the keys, and uh, like three weeks later, is like, "I'm a man. I can't, I can't have a woman pay for me." It's like I was like coming straight out of Mad Men. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. I'm just saying that is uh, that's why people get rich and famous, so they can just do whatever the fuck they want within legal limits. R. Kelly, not acceptable. Uh, Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, way more acceptable. And it's not a black and white thing. Literally a black and white thing. It's like literally an age thing. If R. Kelly was fucking 20-year-olds and having 20-year-olds pee on him, I'm sure it wouldn't be a problem. But the problem is, he's having 12-year-olds pee on him. That is legally a problem. My mind's telling me no, but my body... My body's telling me yes. Great. Great story, bro. What is the law telling you? Huh? You should probably listen to whatever the law says because that's going to fuck up a lot of your time in the future. Spoiler alert. Um... I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't remember the rest of the words. But, uh... <laughs> on that note, guys, I appreciate you. Check out the... uh. Video portion of this podcast on uh, YouTube, www.youtube.com slash comedy And uh, I definitely, definitely appreciate you. And uh, check out my Patreon account. This episode is brought to you by my Patreon account. Shout out to patreon.com slash comedy Follow me on all the social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Comedy. And uh, I appreciate you. Please give this a thumbs up, subscribe, hit the bell, uh, put a comment. Tell me where you're from. Tell me where you're at. Tell me your hopes and dreams in the comments below. If you're listening to the audio portion of this, uh, we have a video portion. If you're watching the video portion, we have an audio portion. Details in the comments below. But it's basically anywhere you find podcasts, Short, Pale, and Handsome, it's there. Please, wherever you are listening or watching this, please... Uh, comment. I really do appreciate it. Four stars, five stars, one star, two star, three stars, four, whatever it is, whatever you do, please uh, comment. Uh, it is greatly appreciated regardless. So uh, thank you very much. And uh, I love you. Okay, bye.